What's up, everybody? It's LG Doucette here. Today is Wednesday, August 25th, 2021. Welcome to the First Minute Podcast, where I talk about marketplace trends, big sales, and everything going on in NBA Top Shot. As you know, I'm on vacation. That's right. I'm off work. I'm not doing any podcasts right now. But lucky for you, I did pre-record some podcasts with some great community members to keep the lights on, so to speak, while I'm away. Today's guest is one of my favorite community members, not just in their commentary, but also in their handle, Corporate Trash is on the show. Uh, we've had we had her on Spaces a couple weeks back to talk about some of the drops. I think it was during Club Cold Brew. She is a big part of the Top Shot community as well as the NFT community, and honestly, just one of my favorite uh, commentaries and people to follow on Twitter. I wanted to have her on to talk about something that's, I guess, maybe a bit of a sensitive subject for some people, what I consider to be forgotten sets, as in little one-off sets that were made by Top Shot that don't really seem to hold too much significance long-term. Obviously, it's not something that Top Shot would tell you because they want, you know, you want to tell us that all the sets that we have that we've collected do matter long-term, but there are definitely some that have fallen off the radar. They're not core sets. They're not playoff sets. They don't have that many stars, and we're going to talk about them today with Corporate Trash and get her take on what the future value or non-value of those sets might be. I want to remind everybody here that nothing on the show constitutes trading advice in any way and that this show is not affiliated with NBA Top Shot, the NBA, or Dapper Labs. I'm just a guy at his vacation destination who loves basketball and blockchain. This is the first minute. Ladies and gentlemen of the First Mint, we have a very special treat for you today. A longtime listener and fantastic community member of the Top Shot and NFT community, Corporate Trash is on the show. Corporate, how's it going? Hey, LG. It's going great. How are you? I'm good. You definitely have the most interesting name of anybody we've had on the podcast. <laughs> it's my real name. Yeah, I was born with it. Corporate trash. <laughs> you were, it's not even not even your parents gave it to you. You were just born with it. Yeah, I just said exactly. <laughs> Actually, let's start there. Out of all the out of all like the anon names you could have picked, why did you go with corporate trash? Oh, I think I told this before um, on a, on a, on a space, but um, on spaces, those who yeah, might not know. I guess I used to work at a startup where we had a lot of people call in that were irate customers, and there was a customer that called in and said, "You guys used to be." amazing. And now you're just a huge corporation. You're just corporate trash. And I just thought it was so funny. And so I just chose it to be, you know, my, uh, my Twitter name. I like that you remembered that from whenever you work there, that you're like, I have a great idea for this name. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go with corporate trash. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's great. Tell us, uh, corporate trash. I always like to start with kind of like the or- origin story. So tell us about like when you discovered Top Shot and or NFTs and what that was like. So I discovered Top Shot in early January and Darren Rovell, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he he tweeted about it in early January. And, you know, like most people, I was online during the pandemic, like bored, depressed. And so I clicked on this thing and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. My dad collects baseball cards. So I grew up like helping him grade baseball cards and like learning about PSA. So I understood like the collector side of it, although I'm not like the biggest NBA fan in the universe. So I went on there and I just bought a couple of moments. I should have done more research, but I didn't. Um, But I still got some pretty good ones. And after I spent about, I think it was like 2,500, I was like, 
what am I doing? I'm an idiot. Um, I need to stop. This is like a waste of my time. No. I'm just bummed about the pandemic. And then, uh, yeah, then I just joined some communities and um, I, you know, started getting more involved in Top Shot, you know, almost like day trading stuff as it became more popular. And there are a couple people that I still, you know, talk to to this day um, that were kind of like, you know, we were helping each other out back then. And with NFTs, I think my first NFT besides Top Shot was probably Voxies or um, Board Ape Yacht Club or or those uh, Apimon eggs, <laughs> which was fun. Oh my God, not those. Yeah, we went crazy on those. We were all stoked about it and then we got rugged. But um, yeah, I was actually just like watching You've Got Mail on a Friday night and like minted a few apes and because I was bored, so like no pun intended. And yeah, and then I kind of just went from there. I like how you slip that in, that you've got mail. It's like casually oh, it's so watching good. you've got mail and then decide to get it on NFTs. So hold on. Let's rewind. Because, okay, so you saw a Darren Ravel tweet yeah. and then you were like, okay, I remember grading, you know, baseball cards and this seems better. So I'll just spend 2500 bucks. <laughs> well, you got to know it was, it was a hard time during the pandemic. I was just looking for – I hadn't spent a dollar in like months. I was just hanging out, you know, at my place. And I knew that collectibles were coming back, um, you know, because people are, you know, interested in getting thing, getting back into things that they were involved in as kids. So I knew collectibles overall were coming back. And I thought, well, this could be like a good investment. I'm trying to get a little bit more daring with my investments other than like 401ks. So, yeah, so I just did it. And then I was like, I'm spending too much money. And I stopped, but I kept going. And how's your how's your collection been since? I love Top Shot. Um, you know, I think, of course, in February it, it, it peaked. Uh, I think I still have like 200-ish moments. I've been selling off oh, a okay. couple of them, nice. but I still have a lot of moments. Do you have like a prized moment or like anything that's like you really hold dear? Yeah, my favorite one is the Luca debut. It's just a common, but I really, really like it. I probably never get rid of that one. Where, what team do you cheer for? you have a team? So, I mean, I like I like the Grizzlies. That's what my selection is on Top Shot because I went to a university that has a lot of their alumni on that team. <laughs> That's kind of the only reason why. Other than that, I'm not like a diehard Laker fan. I'm like a very I live in Los Angeles, but I'm a very fair we- fair, fair weather Laker fan. So just kind of like loosely Yes. Lakers affiliated a little bit and Grizzlies. Yes. Okay, that's fair. Let's talk about, um, I feel like we talk about like NFTs and all that stuff all day, but I wanted to have you on the show to talk about what I call the forgotten sets of Top Shot. And let's start with the one that you own, that you've completed, the gift. So the gift is only half released and I guess was airdropped to us, right? Like one moment it was airdropped to us. Tell me about your experience collecting the gift. Why do you even have it? Why do you, why do you have all those? So I didn't know that half the moments aren't released yet. I mean, I knew that there oh. would be a I knew that there would be a part two, like maybe one day, and that's why I have it. But I didn't know it was like common oh, knowledge sorry. that half the moments aren't released. Tell me more about that. Uh, oh, okay, I'll tell. <laughs> I'll tell you. Well, let me go look it up. So basically, when these came out, they minted a bunch. Oh no, maybe they've LED. Oh no, wait, sorry. This is the Derek Rose one. So I got yeah, it. Yeah, so there's. I got it because it was ahead. like one of the cheapest ones. And I think to have a collected, like a full set on Top Shot is sort of 
it's kind of the mark of like a good collector. And so it was only a couple hundred bucks. I think it still is to this day, but a lot of people have collected it. Um, I think it's one of the top collected sets. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It is. So I'm just looking at it now and it's out of the 8,888, 440 are, or no, 4,900. I'm just looking at the D'Angelo Russell one. 4,900 are out. 3,900 are hidden in packs. Wow. Because I think that they didn't, when they, when they airdropped that, they didn't have enough to kind of give out to everybody or there weren't enough people to kind of distribute them. So then gotcha. the other half were just kind of kept back. I feel like that set is kind of random. <laughs> like I'm not sure about why they have the moments in that set, but uh, yeah, I mostly honestly got it for a completed set. And, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not really someone to invest, you know, you know, five grand in a completed set. It's just, you know, with all the other stuff going on right now um, in NFTs and everything, um, I'm trying to diversify a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you going to hang on to that set though, the gift? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll hang on to it. Um, I think, you know, regardless of it helping like my collector score, I think it is cool to have a completed set, uh, even if it's not, you know, m- one of the more well-known ones. What do you consider to be like the better sets on Top Shot, if any? I think the the best set on Top Shot is probably Metallic Gold Elite uh, Series 1. I think it's kind of the standard because it has the, de- the debut moments of a bunch of people in it. And I just, I don't know, I feel like Metallic Gold um, sets are highly valued in general in Top Shot. And I think another set that, it might not be the best set, but like one of the most important ones is is Cool Cats. It just sort of tells a story or it, it, it reminds me of that moment in time in Top Shot where like the price fluctuations, all the, the Cool Cats drops that never end, like guessing which commons there'd be and like speculating on that. And then like selling Luca and rebuying him every five minutes. Like it was a whole thing. And so I'm very glad that the, you know, the uh, Cool Cats Lounge exists um, to reward the people that, that have that. I mean, I mean, yeah, that is, it is nice that they ended up doing something like that. But I think I like, what I want to know from you is like, you have one set complete and it's the gift. So like, what do you, how do you feel about like what I consider these kind of like random sets like, do you think that those should be kind of propped up by Top Shot at all? Like, should they kind of come back around to those? Or are they just going to be kind of like in kind of like irrelevant purgatory? So I think some of those like maybe like Got Game, Early early Adopters, Cali, you know, Cali versus New York. Uh, I feel like some of those are they're older, but they don't seem to be like as valued. I don't think they're very highly collected. You know, as far as how, how involved Top Shot should be from propping up old sets, um, it's tough. I mean, don't come for me, but I don't really know if it's their responsibility to prop up old sets. You know, I think, honestly, in Series 1, Top Shot was still very young when they released a lot of those sets. And what I would like to see in the future is them being a little bit more, maybe formulaic almost, with, you know, maybe we'll expect this insert at this time and, like, a final series and, like, et cetera, so that we're not as caught off guard. Um, but that's just my personal opinion. No, I agree with you. And that's, that's kind of what I meant is just like, yeah, Cali versus New York got game. And then there's like, there's like four different sets in series one and granted there's series one and people are stoked to have any kind of series one because there's only so many, but like there's four rare sets in series one that to me are like so random, like for the win with the strip 
denied and MVP moves, which MVP moves is literally just a set of Giannis's. <laughs> and we already have enough. <laughs> I mean, Giannis's. Well, that's, <laughs> so, and then there's more this year from the playoffs. It's just like, right. all right, like it's just an insane amount of moments. Right. And I agree with you. It's like, yeah, it's not necessarily like Top Shot's responsibility to prop them up, but is it their responsibility to, I guess, like make sure every set comes out with some kind of intention or some type of non-randomness? Yeah, I would say that that is something that they should be shooting for. And I was confused by even a couple of the sets in series two, Um, you know, uh, like hustle and show. I I don't really understand the purpose of that one that much. It seems a little random to me. Um, It it is an affordable set that people can get with plenty of plays in it, which is nice. I think that might be sort of the purpose is, you know, I understand that they want to release sets that are attainable for people, um, you know, which I think is great. So I, and I think the gift is a good example of that, but I think those should be maybe the exception, not the rule. And and, and they don't put so many of them out. And I think we saw that a little bit with, you know, seeing stars. And then we had all the other all-stars stuff. I can't even remember. It was like a yeah, seeing stars, all-star game, like rising star, like the stars, rising stars. Yeah. The stars were too much. What about like season tip-off? So I actually owned one in season. I owned a season tip-off of Zion that I just sold not long ago. I don't know why that series spoke to me, but again, it just seems I, I'm not sure if they really had ideas in mind about when they put these sets together, but some of them do seem a little bit random, you know, just to add more moments or someone thought it would be a, a fun idea to try something. <laughs> totally. Which yeah. is fine. See, this thing, it, I, I'm just a fan of like continuity, if that makes any sense or like consistency. So it's just like, even at the start of this year and you probably got that Zion season tip off, which I think was the reward. Um, you probably got it not long after you joined. Cause I think I that that's around when that it, set I think came it out. It might've been the first one I got actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like, I, I mean, I don't mind season tip off if we get season tip off every year. You know, because then that's that's fun because like season tip off was like, oh, there's a new season. Let's get some new moments out right away. Right. And that kicked off series two. Um, so it made sense to have that out. But then like literally two weeks later, they also put out Deck the Hoops, which was like, here's all the Christmas Day games, which was like games from like three days after the season tip off. So it was kind of odd. And I just wonder, like as much as I, I'm like you where I'm just like, OK, I like having complete sets. Right. I, I do have Hustle and Show um, as a complete set. At the same time, I'm like, this set is so random. You know, like it's it's just kind of there. And um, yeah, there was a moment in time where I had, I think the entire got game um, set because it seems so undervalued compared to the other ones. But because it really wasn't it really wasn't going up. I just ended up selling it. I thought that it was sort of a forgotten one that might get attention, but that didn't work out. Oh, there you go. Forgotten. There you go. Now you're using the same word. Yeah. Well, got game is a weird one, too, because got game was a set that never sold out to give you a little bit of top shot history. When they put those out, it was like off season. It was like November and they, it was like, there, there were like, there was a thousand mints of each of those. And I think literally only 200 or 250 mints of each one sold. So it's only like, like very few packs actually sold of got game. So there's a ton of got game that's actually still in the top shot account, but reasonably so. Cause it's like, it's such a random set. Like what's even happening in that set, right? So, and then Cali versus New York also seems like a funny kind of like conceptual one. 
that's just like, oh, okay. You it's know, just a little we'll make, niche. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I get it. It's like, it's, it's fun, but at the same time, it's like, what, what's, what's happening? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Like, why is I'm, this here? I really also like, I look up to the collectors that it's a big investment, of course, but that go after like a full base set, especially series two. I mean, huge, uh, a huge, huge, huge amount of moments in series two. I'm looking to see how many people collected 65 people have collected an entire base set series two and for series one 61. So I think that's kind of the ultimate. If I could, if I could do that, um, I think that the base sets in metallic gold elite for me are like the, you know, best sets. I'm actually just looking to see how many people have completed the other sets that I'm kind of harping on right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like hustle and show has the most completions. It has almost 4,000. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And the gift has twenty six hundred almost. Got game has only eighty three completions. So you were one of them once. And then yeah, all these rare sets from series one, all like so fresh and stuff like that. They all have like forty to fifty to sixty completions. Like so. But, and you can see cool cool cats. I mean, really has the second most completions at twenty seven ten. And I think you know I've known a lot of people even recently because of the announcement of the utility have gotten back into cool cats. I think I had a full Cool Cats or, you know, at the time, full Cool Cats twice. And then once the, everything started going down and Cool Cats kept going on, I just like, I couldn't continue like with that amount of moments just like hanging out in my account. So I have like some regrets. I might, you know, go to the Cool Cats Discord and just hang out in the, you know, gated area um, <laughs> just to like get a feel of what's going on over there. But I'm not allowed in. <laughs> No, yeah. Well, as you know, many people know I famously sold my cool cats the day before the announcement. Oh, that's yeah. I don't Yikes. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't. So I guess it wasn't that famously known, but yeah. No. Well, yeah, I just assume yeah, I just assume everybody in Top Shot listens. No, but it's it's no, what happened is I was I felt that, that like that surge from two weeks ago was coming, like the weekend surge. So I was like, oh shit, things are moving. And I was like, I want to get in on some better series one moments. So I was trying to recoup cash to buy a series one Luca metallic gold, which since the price has doubled because there's very few of them. So it's still a good investment, but then I just I just just torched all the cool cats. But you got the and, Luca, that's cool. Yes, yes, that's I good. did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's a metallic gold, like you know, and you like Luca as well. So it's, it's so that's right up your alley. Um, in terms and, of the and moment. I feel like I'd honestly I'd rather have that than the Cool Cat set. I'm gonna get so much hate hey, for this, but that's how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you you'd rather have that than to be entered into a daily draw for a basketball jersey? <laughs> for me personally, yes, yes. <laughs> that is a sweet perk. I gotta say that is a sweet perk. Um, Question for you about this uh, summer of twenty one fandom set. Is this the kind of set that we are going to add to our pile of forgotten sets in the future? Oh boy, um, I guess it depends on how good the good the people in the summer uh, set turn out to be <laughs> at basketball. Well, I don't even know how many more there are going to be because they they already had the three moments from summer league, and then yeah. there's going to be the the quest reward, and then there'll probably be a challenge. So there's going to be five more? total um, from the blog post. So you're right. There's going to be just like you said, the three and then the two more. I think it, I think the quest pro, is the quest that's going on now. Isaac Okoro is that yes. one of the moments? Okay, yeah. yeah. So five, and that's it. So one of the smallest sets for sure. So does that become like another forgotten set then? Because it's like they're summer league moments. They're not even actual NBA moments. 
I mean, I don't know. We could do a G League one, you know, like we could really (laughs) branch out with these. Yeah. (laughs) If you had to remove one set from series two, what would it be? I think the the real answer is hustle and show because I just don't get it. But my secondary answer is seeing stars. And I think it's because seeing stars is triggering for me because like I said before, it's when they started releasing all the all-star stuff and everyone was so hyped up around all-star weekend. Like this is like quote the marketing push, you know what we all said. Um, And there's going to be all this stuff that happens and It just was sort of, I guess, a lot of hype, probably internal hype that we as collectors built up mostly, (laughs) and then a bit of a letdown. So I don't really love seeing stars that much either. So I would say one of those two. What about series one? Oh, boy. Um, I I mean, (laughs) I like I like I also just want to say I appreciate how you've held some of these sets and dumped them. I love that. I, I love that I kind of like transparency. Like I had this, but I got rid of it because it sucked. I know. I, I, I mean, MVP moves. Like wh- why? Like I don't <laughs> – like why do you need 10 moments of it? Like I understand he's good, but I don't, I don't know. It seems like excessive. I don't think we have any other set that's that dedicated to like one person, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, that's got to go. Uh, corporate Trash, tell me um, outside of Top Shot, what else, uh, what else are you up to these days? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, I'm still, I'm writing about NFTs for moment ranks, which is really, really fun. I'm trying to, you know, branch out and, and what have you been writing about lately? Sorry. So to interrupt I've, you. I've been, been writing, writing about, about um, a lot of NFT projects. I wrote about, you know, board API club. I've written about Axie infinity, which I've recently gotten into, um, trying to, you know, uh, trying to put it in a, in a way where people can understand it. Cause it's such a complex game. And uh, it's been really fun being a part of their team. And I'm, you know, trying to branch out into writing other things as well. Um, so, yeah, just enjoying my my time, you know, in the open sea like everybody else. Is that like a pun on the, the marketplace open sea? Yeah. You didn't catch it? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. You've been great, Corporate Trash, but you know what happens at the end of the show. Would you rather? Are you ready? Do you know how this game works? Would you rather that you are given all of the cool cats and you get to join the club or that the gift part two comes out and you get all the number one cereals? Um, you know, I, I'm going to have to go with the cool cats club. I think, I think, you know, I have a little FOMO of the cool cats and although I like being a part of the gift, it's not quite the same. And I think, you know, uh, people who, I think the number one cereals of people in the gift I would, I would say cool cats. Yeah, definitely cool cats. Good choice. Good choice. Okay. Would you rather you receive all of the base set moments in Top Shot or you get one of each type of Axie Infinity land plots? The land plots. Like <laughs> the land plots. <laughs> like give me the land plots, please. Yes, I'll take all of it. Those mystic I don't even ones know. Are really nice. I don't the even know what the really land nice. does. I don't know if anyone does, but I'll take them. <laughs> oh, I did the demo of the land stuff last yeah. year. It's really cool. Oh God, I need to look into that. I know. Okay. I know. I know. I know. Okay, last one, <clears throat> and this one is a. Uh, this is this isn't a, a, a would you rather. This is more like a would you like this scenario or not. You are gifted. Season tickets to the Lakers courtside, and you get to bring anybody you want, you get to give the tickets away, whatever it is. But the seats are labeled 
fair weather fan. I mean, yeah, I would take it. <laughs> I would take it. That would be fun. Maybe I'd become a real fan if I, you know, yeah, they're yeah. literally next to the players, you know, right there. So it would happen over time. <laughs> I'm sure it would. I mean, come on, you're, I, you're, I'm sure you're a much better fan than most, <laughs> especially being in Top Shot stuff. Like you're already way beyond most people, I think. At this point, NBA. maybe, maybe we'll see. Uh, well, Corporate Trash, it's been a pleasure to have you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. And that is going to do it for us today, folks. Thank you again to Corporate Trash for that awesome interview for coming on the show. Next up is the live show on the first minute. It's going to be the first one ever that I'm not even there for. That's right, the real Phil D and Quad and those guys are going to manage it, have some other guests on. So make sure you tune into that on our Twitch channel. Otherwise, we'll see you next time on the first minute.